Heroes Not Included is a serialized story podcast featuring actual play of Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition from Wizards of the Coast. Wizards of the Coast own their respective trademarks, copyrights, and related materials. A special thanks to all the great people at Wizards of the Coast for all their hard work creating wonderful games for us to play. Previously on Heroes Not Included. Uh, we found ourselves in Sigil, and Aspen was immediately taken by the arm by this Kara the Tout. She's a tout. She's a tout. And she took us on a tour and gave us a very long list of factions and people and things, and then she gave me a coin. What was the coin for? To summon her back again. Hmm. After our uh, lovely tour of Sigil, we decided to go to the Hall of Records. And um, boy, did I hate that. (laughs) Corporate bureaucracy, governmental bureaucracy, all of it. Luckily, Baron loves order. Don't hate the game, player. (laughs) He was just feeling that whole thing. So uh, he went ahead and took one for the, the team initially. Waited in line for a long time to get in. Anything else? Oh, yeah. A person named Sabuka has a job Mm -hmm. that we might be able to do. Heroes Not Included. So uh, you step into the lobby, and you see that there are people hustling everywhere. And by people, I mean a variety of different creatures and humanoids. And a lot of them seem to have large stacks of paper. You see some people walking around kind of like you might be, with a a piece of paper and a stamp, just kind of looking at all of the different signs. And it seems that there is a sign for just about every sort of bureaucratic minutiae you can imagine. Mm Mm-hmm. But you do see one sign that says Property Department. I look down at the... Yeah. Oh. People's property. Okay. So uh, you make your way through the lobby until you come to this large rotunda that has this huge spiraled staircase that leads all the way up the center of the building. And you see that the sign says that the Property Department is back behind that. And so you kind of follow your way, following the signs to property department, until you find yourself in a, in a small hallway with lots and lots and lots and lots of doors. And one door at the far end of the hallway, printed in uh, a couple of different languages in what looks to be gold lettering, you see tiny writing, it says, property department. And it's just a closed door? like a, Yep, like just a closed office. door, uh, wooden door. I give a, a rat-a-tat. Okay. You hear, come in! Push open and go in. Property department, lost and found? Yes! I've lost a bard and a temple. You lost a bard and a temple? The bard was in the temple. You see, it looks like you're... Well, you're not entirely sure what you're talking to. Yeah. Looks to be if an elf and a goblin had a really ugly child mm. that then lived to be about 500 years old. Hmm. And you see they immediately reach behind the counter and they start pulling out forms. Smaller than me? Bigger than me? Small. Yeah, small. Start pulling out forms. And looks at you and says, 
All right, uh, I need you to fill these out. Uh, the ochre comes to me, and then I need you to uh, put the yellow one in door B, and I need the gold one to go in door F, and then I need uh, the orange-yellow one to go in door Z. These are all shades of the same color. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like paint swatches. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I look at these over. Okay. I sneakily grab some glasses. Okay. And slide them on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to wear these very often. Do you need a quill? Yes. Takes, pulls out a quill, jabs it repeatedly, very forcefully, mm-hmm. into an ink bottle uh-huh. that you notice has legs and is constantly trying to dodge the quill. Aww. <laughs> Finally gets it in the ink bottle several times rapidly, rinks it around, and then hands you the quill. Tell me about these boards. Well, you said you lost a bard and a temple. Uh-huh. These forms are to uh, en- enable you to access any records we might have about a missing bard or a missing temple. Ah. I look at the forms. Mm-hmm. Are they legible? Can I read them? You can. You know that you're reading common, but the legalese and bureaucraties mm-hmm. that is used, the bureaucratic language and jargon and... A lot uh, of references to subsections? Subsections. You just see a lot of spots where you're supposed to fill things in. I look at them again, uh-huh. and I look at them and I say, uh, it's a strange question. Uh, is uh, you mind if I magic here? They kind of look at you and they kind of are like, uh, okay. <laughs> no, it felt important to ask. <laughs> so is there like a like an area where I can just go sit down? Like a... uh, outside in the garden. Huh? Outside in the garden. Okay. I say, uh, oh, all right, I'll be just, I'll be back. Uh, if you leave, you you will have to go back through the line in the foyer. Mm, this so is your number. It's your little standing desk or something <laughs> right here. Yeah, did she give him a clipboard? Yeah, no not. clipboard, but you do notice that there are sort of little wooden ledges uh, on the opposite wall. Not quite the width of a, of a sheet of paper. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, I cast a spell that I've been keeping. Okay. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> but I need, I'm going to need, it gives me a barest Tongues. <laughs> what do tongues do? It means I can comprehend what's being said to me, but it doesn't help me understand it. Right. No, I cast um, Enhance Ability, second level, and I give myself a fox's cunning. All right, do it. <clears throat> oh, Morden, mm-hmm. please give me the clarity of thought to understand what... I'm reading right now, <laughs> okay. and wait for the feeling of um, clarity to come over me. <laughs> All right, uh, you say a little prayer. I feel like you might be a little smarter. Mm-hmm. So I will allow an intelligence check, and let's make it... I will take Arcana, or Religion, hmm. or Investigation. So if somehow Religion is letting me... Um, well, religion, insights about people. Religion right? in the sense that um, a lot of religions are filled with incredibly complex theologies and dogmas. Yeah. Cryptic tomes. Uh-huh. Um, so, investigation. Uh, you're, you are really just focusing in on this. You're going to figure out what all these things are. 
and Arcana, because, let's be honest, this kind of thing is really arcane. Um, <laughs> but insights for reading people wouldn't really apply here, right? Right, right. So, uh, investigation, Arcana, or religious. So I will try to rely on my copious pouring over religious tomes yeah. to help me make the, sense. The riddles of, of religion. So yes. you have an advantage on this on this check here. Let's see how we do. Hey. That's not bad. That's not bad. Uh, that gives me a 21. Okay. Oh, so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's take that one, shall we? So with a 21. So with a 21, uh, you are able to tell the difference in the colors of the paper. Mm-hmm. Oh, which is yeah, important. It's slightly darker. This one's slightly darker. This one's slightly lighter. Orangier. This one has slight orange hue to it. Uh, so you're able to do that. I put a little note at each top, uh-huh. who it's for. Yeah, yeah, which doors. <laughs> and as best as you can discern, they want to know Mark's life story, playing, parents, how old, mm-hmm. talents, any abilities that they may have demonstrated, the last plane of residence, mm-hmm. uh, what plane you lost them on, that sort of thing. So I can fill out a lion's share of this. Yeah. I met Mark when he was really nothing. Yeah, you all you know, met, you know, when you were all, you know. I don't know about nothing. <laughs> we little adventurers. <laughs> And it wants to know all of the same stuff about the temple. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then especially who made the temple, who moved the temple, mm-hmm. uh, what plane you suspect the temple was moved to, what plane it came from, what plane it was from originally. So certain parts of this I'm putting in A. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In A. Right. I make a note to the irony department about the <laughs> Temple of Temora. Right. <laughs> <laughs> One unlucky day. <laughs> One unlucky day. All right, so you uh, get it pretty well filled out. Mm-hmm. You're looking over the forms, and you think... I keep cracking my knuckles. Oh. You know what? Jesus. Most everything has something in it, and if it doesn't, I've at least put N-A. Mm-hmm. So everything, every line has something on it. Uh-huh. And I think I know where all the colors go. So do you want to take it back up to them to review, or do you want to just walk out the door and... No, I, I think review would be, would be poignant. Okay. So you uh, walk him back up, and uh, she says, All done. I, I think so. Uh, if you could use your trained eye to tell me if you think this is filled out sufficiently, you might save us all some time. Starts looking through there. Ah. Mm. Ah. Mm. Ah. Mm. Uh, I need you to initial subsections C through C123. I keep my eyes very carefully trained on where he's pointing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it kind of points here, and he flips back a few pages, and you see that there's section C, and then it's section C, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, all the way up to 123. Mm-hmm. And next to each one is a little line where you need to initial. Oh, okay. <laughs> you were kind of, you looked at that originally, and you were kind of hoping, oh, I, surely, I, I surely don't have to do all of that. <laughs> This one up at the top just means all the others, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Can I do the thing where I initial the first one and draw a line all, <laughs> all the way down? Now <laughs> uh, you pass it back and they look it over and they go, Plane of origin for the temple. Where the primies are from? What we, uh, that's all I can think to say. That, well, I think you in probably character. talked about the prime material, wouldn't you? I mean, you knew about I say, the from my plane. Ah, prime. <laughs> oh. Yeah, maybe. That's be I've said material plane before. Which prime? Mmm. Think about that for a moment. <laughs> the real one? 
<laughs> the right one? Yeah. Well, I met that dwarf, and that's a little that's a little on my mind a bit. <laughs> and I say, Moradin? No. Where Moradin's influence is key on the prime material plane. Again, you're gonna need to specify what world you're from. Six one six. Uh, he goes, Torel? Yes! <laughs> so, the temple originated on the prime, prime material plane on the planet of Torel. Yes. Was it built there? I've probably never heard any of this described no, this way. No, no. <laughs> Was it built there or did it go there from another plane? To the best of my knowledge, it originated where I'm from. <laughs> Does some scribbling. Looks through a few more sheets. Ah, uh, your middle name? Oh, uh, <laughs> this is not important. This is not relevant. <laughs> Francis. Francis. <laughs> I love it. It's an old. <laughs> it's a. Um, it's a. It's a king. <laughs> I was told. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Francis. Fantastic. Scribbles that in. Ah, let's see. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, what was the bard's original plane? I s- probably stall for a long time, as I, I say. The same one? As you? Yes. Supreme? Original world? The same. Terrell. What plane did you lose the bard on? Uh, same. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Scratches something in and says, All right. Uh, okay. Yep. Uh, oh, uh, I just need you to sign this uh, release and um, this uh, non disclosure form, if you would. Okay. Whatever those are, happily <laughs> signing. <laughs> What's the worst that can happen? Except. Except, except, except. God, it's gonna play the game. <laughs> she slams uh, a stamp on all of them and hands them back to you. Good luck. Thank you. So, so what do you do when you're not stamping? <laughs> My turn. <laughs> question. Uh, she says, "I run the lost and found department in the property department." I know, but what do you do for you? You know, when when you're feeling whatever. You you are due. <laughs> um, well, uh, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I do occasionally uh, go over to the uh, debt department and, you know, file uh, some extra reports. You rascal. <laughs> and then I just give a wink and say, you have a great day. Uh, thank you. And then I bow and uh, walk out. What? Wait, what did he say to do? <laughs> which doors? You which colors go to which doors? Oh, I gotta go deliver them still. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I start with the first one. Yep. And then I head off to. And he knows all these doors I start that with you ochre. passed. Okay. <laughs> well, ochre was supposed to go to them. Oh, okay. <laughs> Crap, with my ochre? <laughs> okay. Um, you notice that all the doors you pass, now that you're walking next to them, you see engraved in the wood are letters mm-hmm. of various languages all the way around the door. And uh, you are see there the, slots? Yeah, you see a little slot. Okay. I just <laughs> so you push it through slots like that, and you get done to the end of the hallway. And I you triple are, check. I look at the, the uh-huh. thing I wrote at the top of the paper. F, I look at the wall. F, 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 F,
Check twice, cut once. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you make it to the end of the hallway, and you are uh, out of paper. All right. I did it, boys. <laughs> Save the day. <laughs> I go, I guess, find them. I, I, was there any, I guess, instruction on uh, how I will hear? <laughs> no, you didn't ask, did you? you? Didn't, you didn't ask. <laughs> so I, I do try to trip down, and I, I peek in the door, mm-hmm. and I say, I got them all in the right slots. Uh... Good for you. I know. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> and then uh, I say, so just go hang out in the lobby? Uh, you can. Uh, if you leave, a courier will be sent. Any records that we have available, um, you will then be able to examine them in a reading room. Ah. Can the courier find me anywhere? Or will You're rather me? hard to miss. Yeah, yeah, I know. Can <laughs> <laughs> I... I... I let that wash over okay. a little bit. <laughs> she's like, she's flirting with me. No. I, you know, if I was a little unfortunate goblin child, I would I would be pretty impressed. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but you would recommend just sitting in the lobby. That's usually the quickest. All right. And I bow again and say, you know, so terrific, whatever they call days here. And then walk out. Okay. <laughs> So you walk back down the hall and you turn back out into the main hall and you walk past the rotunda with the huge spiral staircase and into the lobby. And you notice that along with people scurrying to and fro, you see along the walls of the lobby are little wooden benches. Just big enough to sit on, not quite big enough to lay down on. Mm. Even for a dwarf? Yeah, even for a dwarf. <laughs> and uh, uh, you sit down on one and it's just comfortable enough that you could sit there. Not comfortable enough that you want to sit there a long time. And, uh, yeah, you see a lot of people doing exactly the same thing. Am I the only one walking around fully armored? No, you see all kinds. Okay. You see fiends come by wearing all kinds of I always armor, wonder about the whole wearing, shaking the blood wearing plate mail just casually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Here, here it's an entirely different thing. If you were in the middle of Baldur's Gate sitting yeah. in the middle of, you know, the sense Like I'm Bureau, ready to go to war. <laughs> they'd be a little bit like, what's this guy's story? <laughs> I'm just sitting there with a the hammer and so, always ready. <laughs> so I think we're going to give him a break on the taxes. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> just, just, I, just, I can't even ready for a fight. <laughs> Something yeah. about him tells Never me know. He's prepared. Never know when Morden calls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but in this particular case, you see all kinds. That's mithril, that stretch. <laughs> yeah. It's like wearing aluminum. <laughs> no need to take it off. I bathe in this. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess I sit there, and um, I had a familiar still. Like in the old, good old days. <laughs> what is it? Go find the, those guys. Yeah. But uh, We're off exchanging our money, because okay. we thought we would split the party. I will just we sit there and... Finally, uh, after three hours... You make it up to the desk, the goblin, and you communicate that you want to exchange money. Yes, please. And um, the goblin directs you, gives you a piece of paper with a stamp on it, and uh, directs you through the double doors. I sit down right where I am, and I begin to break down that I can no longer take this. (laughs) This is far too much bureaucracy, and this is ridiculous. Nothing is getting done. Well, and I just go well, through this little child tangent, kind of like mom took me shopping for her clothes, <laughs> and I'm just like, no, I'm not doing anymore. <laughs> so Aspen kind of arms crossed, <laughs> scowled kind of stands face. there, 
and then just realizes that he's just gonna have to cry it out. <laughs> and I walk through the double doors. Just All right. There. Um, you've been sitting for about two hours. Mm-hmm. I, I'm pouring through my my tome, uh-huh. my cannon. And you see Aspen come through the door. Oh, hey. You see Baron sitting over in a long row of people sitting on wooden benches. He has a book open, and you see other people next to him are kind of dozing. (laughs) Some people are trying to eat. You see someone's trying to put their arm back on. Uh, Was I directed to a door? Uh, You look at your little thing, and it says on there, a C-R-E-D dot D-E-P-T dot. Okay. I look for the credit department. Okay. Um, yeah, you look around and you see that um, Baron is sitting uh, about 100 feet to the left of a door that says credit department. Okay. I open the door to okay. the credit department. You notice Aspen just kind of, do you wave back? I do wave back. Wave back and then walks to a door that's further down from where you are. Isn't this great? <laughs> <laughs> I hate it, but it's my job. <laughs> I hate it, but it's my job. <laughs> You walk through the door, and uh, you see, again, uh, something that you're not entirely sure what it is. Half elf, half goblin sort of thing. Okay. And uh, sitting at a a big wooden counter. And you walk up to it. You see as you walk up to it, some steps slide out. Well, that's very nice. Do you Bob Fosse it all the way up to the... Jasmine? <laughs> no. You walk up the steps and you, you, you see this creature and they look at you and they say, What can I help you with today? Uh, I'm here to exchange some money. Okay. I, I hand over the form. Oh, this is a... I don't need this. This is a ticket. Reaches around the counter and says, uh, Where's the money from? Um, where, where I'm from? <laughs> it came with me? And where are you from? Um, the prime? The prime. Yeah. It's obvious you're clueless. It's obvious you're a prime. What prime? Which which world? Uh, I name, like, big cities. It's got water deep, water deep, and never winter. A lot of places have deep water. No, they're, they're cities. They're big cities that people should... Okay, um, I don't know. Can you list a couple of the primes for me? <laughs> I'm very new here. I didn't talk about my plane before I came here. Ah. Mm-hmm. Does some figuring around, looks at you and says, Hmm. Does some more fiddling around with paperwork, pulls out some paperwork and says, Fill all of these out and put them uh, in the slots just down uh, the counter here. A, B, C, and D. The orange one goes in A. The purple one goes in B. The green one goes in C, and the red one goes in D. Okie dokie. Uh, do, do you have do you have a quill? Kind of gives you a look like, what you, you come to the Hall of Records and you don't bring a quill? Like, you know, you're a quick one. Reaches and finds a quill, dips it in an ink thing, and hands you the quill. Okay. Fill out my paperwork. It's a little tough on your knee. You try the little wooden desk thing, and that's awkward too. Because the one that's at your height also happens to be right underneath the one that's at, like, you know, an elf height, so you keep hitting your head. And... I'd probably just do it on the floor, to be honest. <laughs> so I, you just decide on the floor. It's easy. Yeah, there's lots of space to spread things out. 
That's what you have to do when they don't make things at my height anyway, so... You take a look at the forms and you realize that uh, while you're pretty sure it's common, you're not really sure you understand them at all. I mean... I guess... But I have, like, a whole background feature about being a court functionary. It's true. I should be able to do this. Well, give me an intelligence roll. See how you do. Um... If we were dealing with court intrigues, I might give you an advantage. Fortunately... This is the farthest from. The only thing intriguing here is whether or not someone got a new, slightly different color of black ink. <laughs> and was it regulation? Uh, 22. 22! Well, you're not sure you understand all of it, but you are able to make uh, heads or tails of it. Essentially, it comes down to the form telling them where you got the money, admitting that it's yours, it's not been stolen or been in any way taken from anyone that... Uh, you know, you're entitled to all of the money that you have. Yep. No one's going to come looking for it and begging nope. for it or any of that kind of stuff. Nope. The one part that was difficult was you were asked on the exact weight of every coin that you were going to exchange. <laughs> Individually? Yeah. <laughs> and there you just kind of winked it. You were like, mm, that feels like an ounce. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but otherwise, you feel like you did pretty decently. And then you uh, fill them out, and uh, do you want to go back and talk to them, or just put them in the slots? No, I'd go back and, and have them check it out. Okay. Looks it all over. Hands you a little piece of paper, and then points at the slots. I look at the piece of paper. It says 49. Okay. I put them in the slots. Okay. And then I go back out to Baron. Okay. Yeah, you see Baron sitting there, waiting, reading. I sit down and I say, Iraq is having a tantrum in the, in the lobby. The same he speaks, I go, oh, and pull my glasses off and fold them in the book. For the allergies. Say, isn't this great? It's just, it's so, it just feels so lawful and orderly. <laughs> <laughs> and just good. I mean, I don't really think it's good or bad, but I'm a little over it. Well, Baron, you've been waiting three hours, mm -hmm. and you see... Well, this time you know for a fact it's got to be a goblin. Mm -hmm. Come waddling over to you. Mm. Am I able to break down what was just conveyed to me? Well, he did point at the big staircase. Uh-huh. He did point up. Uh-huh. And he, he gave did, me a four. And he gave you a four. <laughs> and I look at him and I go, fourth floor. Yeah, yeah, that seems like an uh, approval. <laughs> and I say, you're doing a great job. And then I um, say, I think we're supposed to go to the fourth floor. I think you're supposed to go to the fourth floor. I don't think it's my turn yet. I look oh. at his number. His number mm -hmm. was three. Oh, yeah, I'm going to be here a while. All right, well, take it in. <laughs> take it in. <laughs> And I follow, oh, yeah. the, or is the goblin leading me, or does he just... No, he just, just walks away. Okay, then I head off to the... <laughs> yeah. I'm looking for this door with a stair. So you get on this grand staircase, and you're being passed by people up and down it, carrying big stacks of paper. And you make your way up, counting the floors. Get one, two, three. Okay, it's so the fourth floor. And you get off on the landing, and you kind of look around, and you see just a bunch of rooms. A bunch of doors. And as you're looking around, you see your name on one of the doors. Oh, it's been like, uh, like, yeah, something like that. Penciled yeah. in. Yeah. Um, I go, oh, 
That's a sign. And then, Your full name. Literally. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Your full name. It does read Baron Francis Bronin. Okay. <laughs> you know, in, in, uh, in Dwarvish, I say, oh, no one's here. And so I walk towards the door. You walk into the door, and uh, you see a small little wooden desk. The room is really tiny. It even feels cramped for you. Mm-hmm. A tiny little wooden desk. You see uh, a tiny. You see a, a scroll on it, and a chair in front. And it's just me in here. Mm, yeah. I uh, can I sit on that chair? Yeah. I sit on the chair. Okay. I pop the scroll out of its container. Yeah, and you scroll it. You unscroll it, and it says that they are sorry to inform you, mm. but they have uh, no records of your bard. Or your temples. Mm. They offer their sincere apologies and uh, communicate to you that they are sympathetic to the loss of your property, and uh, they wish you a good day. Well, check that off the list. (laughs) Dear podcast listeners, you've just listened to an hour of us being in the DMV. (laughs) So lovely. I'll cut so it I down. put the fine. scroll in my bag and then walk out, push my chair in. Okay. Oh, that was nice of you. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> on the tile, the linoleum that squeaks. Lick my thumb and rub the name out okay. in front of the door. And uh, I guess walk back down to the main room. You all just right. got all your primey germs on their door. I know. <laughs> Somebody with, like... Some weird demon will come and disinfect it probably in a little bit. <laughs> uh... It takes a while. Do you wait with Aspen, or do you decide to go out to the, uh, the foyer? No, I go, I'll go uh, sit with Aspen, and okay. I'll say, Well, <sighs> bubkiss. Yeah, well, that's the rub. If, uh, if Mercurial or the temple was lost and turned into lost and found, then they didn't turn it in here. There'd been a record. Yeah. Well, and now they have a record of you asking for a record? Oh, maybe that'll matter. So, I mean... <laughs> Hope. <laughs> well, you know, it puts it on the radar. Yeah. Right? This is literally like going to Seattle PD and saying my bike was stolen. And they're like, right. written down, put in the file. Yep. <laughs> exactly. We ever come upon a bike. Yep. <laughs> so, so you got people looking at our best. Best and brightest. <laughs> best and brightest. They're going to find that bike. As soon as they are done um, beating minorities and shooting people <laughs> randomly in the street, we'll get on your bike. Okay. Feel safer already. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, another couple hours go by. Mm-hmm. Until finally, someone comes out and goes, 49! 49! That's me! 49! And run over. Okay. Hello, I'm 49. <laughs> they walk you in I'm a 49er, through a door, and you see uh, someone sitting behind a sort of a, a big iron, well, you think it's iron, you're not sure. It has kind of a greenish tint to it. Okay. But it's bars, and they're sitting at a desk, and there's a chair in front of their desk, and uh, you see a dwarf, oh. a really old dwarf, and he says, uh, "Exchanging gold, are you?" Yes, sir. How much are you exchanging? Uh, I was gonna exchange like two hundred and fifty. All right, let's see it. Okay, I pull it out. Okay, he immediately starts picking up each coin. Oh, uh, that's not quite an ounce. Oh, that's a little more than an ounce. Oh, that's just about right. And he goes through feeling every single one of the coins. When he's finally done, he sweeps them all off the counter, and then he puts up a bag. 
250 of the lady's gold. Excellent. Thank you. Now you pull out and you look at one of the coins. We can trust that the weight of these coins is consistent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Each one of the coins has a stamp on it with a head that looks like... <laughs> like a flower? Like that. Nice. He says, uh, that's the only kind of currency, gold, silver, copper, that's accepted here in Sigil. Okie doke. Well, thank you very much. All right. With that, you walk out to see Baron seemingly still having a good time. Doesn't seem all that bothered by all this bureaucracy. Well, with uh, your work done in the Hall of Records, uh, you decide that it's time maybe to follow the other lead and go see about this uh, Sabuka. And so the two of you uh, leave the lobby to enter into foyer to find that, um, like any good tantrum tantrum, it ended in a nap. <laughs> That's good. On the floor, kind of in the middle of everything. Yep, right where I was. Passed out. A little bit of drool. Snot. <laughs> so I kind of shake him awake. Okay. No. We're all done, buddy. Let's Do we start a riot? We can leave. We gotta break down the walls of this establishment, man. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we can't keep letting these people be oppressed. You these hear your hammer go. Between the demons. <laughs> these people have stayed in line for hours, man. Dude, we're gonna go talk to Sudoku. Sudoku. We, we just aren't allowed to talk about the Lady of Pain, or is it like any <laughs> any sort of uh, like attempts to to revolt? Well, I mean. You want to be good guests. Yeah. Okay. Maybe later then. Maybe later then. You are a little tired from the tantrum tantrum. That's true. Uh, <laughs> you make your way outside, and, and Iraq, you immediately feel better. Ugh. And uh, you essentially follow the way you came back towards the Great Bazaar. And uh, the Great Bazaar is exactly as it sounds. Imagine the largest outdoor market you can and then magnify that times 10. It's just ginormous. But you see that around the Great Bazaar are lots and lots of shops, all with shingles hanging for you to read. And it seems that just about anybody is trying to sell just about anything. I keep my eyes peeled for dwarven merchants. For dwarven merchants, okay. There's a lot of merchants. You think that uh, you see a dwarf in, as you're up, going up and down the aisles and, and in throughout the stores. You do think that you see a dwarf selling stuff. One of my character things is, is I'm highly critical of... Anything not dwarven made. Anything not dwarven made, but even among dwarves. I'm, I'm, I'm probably wondering, this guy from any other planes any good? Right. <laughs> right? <clears throat> you do a good job. Yeah. So I would probably be curious to see... But you do finally come across uh, a shingle that reads, The Interplanar Deliveries Parcels and Oddities Service. None of that makes a lick of sense to me. Underneath, it says, Specializing in the Extraordinary, Bizarre, and the Dangerous. So it sounds good. And underneath that, it says, Operated by Suboka. And in the window, you see a whole bunch of permit forms <laughs> stamped and on display. This is the place. Ooh. I don't know what to expect. And then I open the door and walk in. Okay. <laughs> you open the door and you walk in, and you see that um, there are several chairs 
You see that there are what you take maybe to be prices, you're not sure, on one wall. Figures, numbers, uh, and locations are listed, and you see some names that you don't recognize, Baron, but um, that uh, you recognize, Iraq. Uh, you see names like Outlands, and Mount Celesta, and Aboria, and Beastlands, and Limbo, and Grey Waste, and Mechanist. You recognize that those are planes. Okay. Behind a very large wooden desk, very large, like the kind that a six-foot human would still have to kind of look up over, you see a, a large blue humanoid with spindly arms that come out of these uh, sleeves in this incredibly ornate robe. Has long, spindly, spider-like fingers. So they're blue. What color is the robe? The robe? Uh-huh. Purples and greens. It's very luxurious looking. And uh, Baron, since you were the first in, you hear in your head, in common, delivery, oddity, Parcel? Or are you looking for a job? It just happens in my head. Mm-hmm. Do I see the guy? Mm-hmm. He's looking right at you. Okay. And I go, job? Mm. Question mark. Looks at the three of you. Primes. He says in your head. Yes. All three of us are getting his... You are the only one who hears him so far. Okay. All you hear is Baron going, uh, job. Yes. <laughs> and I, I look at them and I, I maybe put together what's happening and I go, Yes, we primes are looking for a job. <laughs> ah, so you spoke with Kara. The tout. Yes. Yes, we spoke with the tout. <laughs> looking back, we'll make sure they keep following what's going on. Okay. It says, All right. And he uh, pulls out a little notebook and he. Is he allowed now? Nope. Still pulls out a notebook and he opens up this notebook and he kind of flips through some pages and he says name Baron is my name <laughs> All right. and he looks over at you Aspen and in your head you hear name Aspen Tamble I bet he just asked and he looks at you, and you hear in your head, Ooh, name. I thought he's asking you your name right now, isn't he? <laughs> I go, ha! I, I wasn't thinking about that. <laughs> that's all you hear out loud. <laughs> I wasn't thinking about that. No, no, that's not my name! I say, Erock, we can all hear what you're thinking. It's really creepy. <laughs> no, no. Uh, my name's Erock. I wasn't thinking about that. Nope, nope, Erock. <laughs> yep. <laughs> all right. I looks at you, and in your head you hear, Faction? Uh, primes <laughs> again is our faction do you say that last part aloud yeah factionless mm. yes factionless ah is, uh, sorry uh, but uh, I can't employ you uh, I can only employ members of factions uh, he sees that you're a little bit like uh, and he goes it's, it's really simple. Figure out which one you want, become a namer. That's all you have to be. Just be a namer, that's fine. I don't care. But I can't employ you unless you're a member of a faction. I say, we will go become namers. Good. I will hold your spots. Baron, Aspen Tamble, I wasn't, what? 
I wasn't thinking that. Nope, nope. E-Rock. Exactly right. <laughs> Did he get my name right there? Absolutely. Okay, just... I said a lot there. I was really nervous he heard No, he nailed thinking. it. He nailed it. Thank you for listening to Heroes Not Included. Don't miss an episode. Subscribe today using your favorite podcast app. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to rate and review us. We'd love to hear from you. Find all of our episodes on our website at heroesnotincluded.com. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash heroes not included. And finally, our podcast is supported by Tevya Schmidt, Chris Gergetsch, Josh Heddle, Allison McManus, Shane Fetters, Jake McNinch, and Amy Trout, along with all of our awesome patrons. Our patrons not only help us keep the lights on, they also gain special behind-the-screen access, including patron-only podcasts, videos, and more. To become a patron, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash heroes not included. And until next week, be the hero.